Another fun Woods big list today. It was a bit more of a thinker, though. Yeah, but I also like to see there's also some things that I think maybe we've added to our quiver. That's right. When it comes to an argument with the wife. Plus, <laughs> misconnections. Um, I don't think that's how you're going to get a doctor to fall in love with you. But uh, you just said, Wood, you got to shoot your shot when and it comes it, to a doctor. We also found out a very interesting way to try to get out of paying a bill. In Trash Flash. Oh, that's right. I was like, wait, when was that? Okay. I was, I was here today, I promise. All right, you'll hear it all right now in the podcast. Nobody beats the Midwest when it comes to being passive aggressive. That's right. And that's what you want for Wood's Big List today, right, Wood? Very simple. What is something that you have either done, done to you, or that you know of that's very passive aggressive? We got a lot of people want to chime in. 320-656-9453. That phone number will work no matter where you're listening. What do you think? Just the usual, I'm fine. Oh! <laughs> That's so good. From my wife, I can just hear that right now. All right, what's wrong? <laughs> Nothing. Ooh. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell my wife that. I'm, I'm like, how many times are you going to make me ask you before we get into this fight? Mm-hmm. You know? Let me, why don't we just get it going now? Okay, Mr. Yelly. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great one, though. That's a great call. All right. Thank you so much this morning. Do we have people texting in, Wood? Oh, of course we do. We got a great text rolling in here. Other people saying, I'm going to leave some names out of this here, all right? Okay. I had a coworker all the time said that they weren't going to come in because of of car issues or they couldn't get out with snow they stopped doing that when i said i would swing by and pick them up oh yeah i can see that especially if it's putting more work on you know your plate uh other people saying hey i'm gonna go ahead let's go out and do something and then canceling last minutes yeah that's that's rude on top of passive aggressive uh other ones similar to this agreeing to do something deliberately and then you forget because you had no intention of following through <laughs> that's bad uh, now i've i fall into this one i uh, so i'll admit okay the line i'll just do it myself yeah that's very passive aggressive ah I yell that a lot. That's that's almost just aggressive, not even passive aggressive. How about this one? My roommate wasn't paying their part of the bills on time, so I decided I will fix that and ended up taking the Wi-Fi router with me to work. Oh, that's a good one. That's messed up. Is it passive aggressive when I turn down the thermostat in my house from my phone because my family turns it up too high? Is that passive aggressive or is that just being a dad? I I can't believe you actually let them touch it. (laughs) That, that's, that's passive aggressive <laughs> to me that is something wild uh, other texts rolling in here how about when you do something nice for someone and they don't say thank you and you say very loudly you're welcome oh that's good i can see that, that one sometimes that's necessary though i hate when i hold a door for someone and they don't say thank you i i actually have that on my list of things so sometimes i'll say you're welcome or that's just manners right there or if you're gonna hold the door and they don't do the hurry up jog oh yeah even though it doesn't add any extra speed. No. Or if you're waiting for someone to cross the street, right? And they don't just at least step it up just a smidge. You give know? me some hustle. Right. You know, I'm not looking for you to break into Usain Bolt, but just give me a little something. You're acknowledging that I am waiting for you. Right. I'm okay. Other texts rolling in here, gang, leaving some names out of this. My in-laws acting like they like me and vice versa. Oh, dang. Ooh. That's, All right. That one cuts deep. Uh, you know what? How about this? I like to sign off my emails if I don't like the person with kind regards. <laughs> That's classy. All the best. Oh, that could be a good one. When you get fired from a job and they say, we wish we wish you the best in your future endeavors. <laughs> got, got a job, though? <laughs> How about this is an interesting one? This was my future endeavor. 
paying for something for someone, whether it's a meal or drinks, not to be nice, but to tell them that they can't afford it oh, and you can't easily. Oh, that's cold-blooded. That's kind of getting my dander up a little bit. Dude, I had someone one time. This was, oh boy, this had to be 10 years ago. And I was still in radio then. And he goes, uh, let me buy you a drink. I know you radio guys don't make that much money. That was that made me more angry than I think anything anybody's ever said to me as far as this business goes. It's truthful, too. It really kind of hurts. <laughs> oh, and I wanted a drink. Oh, I took the drink. Don't get me wrong. How about this great text message where they put up a really vague social media post and you know it's about you, but they're not just saying who it's about. <laughs> you've you've seen those, you know. Oh, hundred percent. I hate it when someone lets me down. Yeah, don't ever do that to me. Don't make me show you how cruel I can be. Tag them. <laughs> but that's so. Keep the text messages rolling yeah, in here. I love Woods Big List. We got someone sitting on hold. What do you think is passive aggressive? Ooh, I think uh, sending back a screenshot in an email is passive aggressive. Oh. <laughs> Would you you described this perfectly in a meeting one time. You said a screenshot is like sending a picture of a middle finger. You might as well. Right. And I don't know why. My wife will do that sometimes when we're arguing. She's like, I have a text of you saying something. And she'll like pull up a screenshot of a text. I'll send her a picture of a middle finger. <laughs> like, there's your screenshot. <laughs> screenshot that, sister. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is so good. There's somebody here at our office who does that all the time. They send a screenshot, and it is the biggest, like, passive-aggressive... That's a fight. Oh, man, I'm, like, I'm, getting, I'm getting hot talking about it. <laughs> another good thing is, another good thing that I've done sometimes, and someone, you know, sends me something nasty or whatever, I reply and put the supervisor in the email. I CC them. Oh, oh the yeah. dirty CC. Yeah. This yeah. is what you said. I go, I, I'm confused. Am I to understand that you, da 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 as per your prior email? Oh. And then they have to clarify. So can you please clarify? When you respond with, so what I'm hearing you say is. Then, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> now, will you CC the boss or BCC, the blind carbon copy, which is a dirty pool oh, move? Oh, a- no, 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 no. I'm, I'm bold. I'll put the CC in there because, you know, it's the administrator. I just want them to know what's going on. Yeah. You know? Heck yeah. Oh. It, it works really well because then people reply really nicely. No, no, no. You misunderstood. <laughs> oh, okay. Then I reply, thank you for the clarification. Thank you for the call. That was awesome. All right. 320-656-9453 is the phone number. What is passive aggressive? My favorite morning show. Morning show. It's Kelly and Wood. Kelly and Wood in the morning. What is passive aggressive? That's what you want to know from us today in Wood's Big List, right, Wood? That's right. Whether it's something that has happened to you, something that you do, something you've ever seen, what is something that is used to... Screams passive aggressive. 320 656 9453. That's the phone number to call and text. What's up? Responding with like an overly nice voice, but really Meaning like it doesn't yeah. fit the it doesn't fit the nature of the conversation at all. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, absolutely. I couldn't wait to do that for you. Yeah, that's funny. Also, I, I, that, that sounded <laughs> sassy right there. <laughs> right? And then they're like, what do I mean that? She was like, what? I said I do. I'm so happy to do that for you. Oh, man. This is like arguing with my wife. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for the phone call this morning. So you say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about this one? This is a great text from a gentleman. He says, every time I get into an argument with my wife, the first thing I do is I go straight to the kitchen and tighten all the jars. Because? She's going to need your help. Oh. If you tighten all the jars real tight. She's going to need your help. Boy, that's a, that's a deep cut, right? That's thinking ahead. Hercules. Now, yeah. of course, I I guess you could consider this passive-aggressive when I divorced my wife on Facebook. Yes. That's a bit passive-aggressive. Because she kept asking me questions during TV shows. Yeah. 
How, I'm, That's not bad. A lot of these are coming out of arguments with, with the wife. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, it brings it up, right? I'll say maybe that's our most uh, bountiful time to be passive-aggressive. Others are uh, bringing a lot of attention to drivers, all Minnesota drivers, when they flip you off and smile and wave. Good night. Wait. That's just aggressive. I don't know about passive-aggressive. Speaking of driving, what about when you let someone get in front of you and they don't give you the wave? That's rude. That's just downright rude. You should be illegally allowed to rear-end them. You know, do you ever see people do the thing where they overly shake their head no when you drive past? Like, you, like say you did something wrong or whatever, and they'll just shake their head like they just can't believe what you just did. Mm. Does that ever happen to you? I don't care. I'm usually sending something back their that's way. Just- <laughs> I, I've told you before, I got a thumbs down once driving. Oh, that's right. And to this day, it still haunts me. That's right. You were gonna try and you were gonna try and replace the middle finger with the thumbs down because it's more hurtful. I, I flick off people all the time driving, you know, and it's a hey, water off a duck's back at this point in time. But yeah. that thumbs down, that hit me in the gut. That'll get you for sure. I just try the next time you want to like cut somebody off or do something like that, you just give them the thumbs down. Who I <laughs> I don't know if this is a good Woods Big List because it's getting me sassed up. Tasha said Tasha texted in. She said when you say bless your heart. That's a good one. That's Southern code for you are too dumb yeah. to have made it this far in life. Right. Uh, other people that, all right, how about this? I work in IT. Please keep my name out of it. Oh. But there's a very rude person at work. Every time they call me, I go into their computer and I set it to work at 60%. <laughs> that's messed up, Oh, man. dude, I almost don't want to say what I do every morning that's passive aggressive because it's going to ruin it if they hear this. Mm. So we have a radio station across the hall. There's like four radio stations, yeah. And they edit their they edit audio so loud in the morning, I can hear it in my microphone when I'm trying to record things. So every morning I come in and I shut their door before they get here. I don't think that's passive. Is that passive aggressive? Oh, it's kind of. I shouldn't have said that. Now they're going to know that I was that it's me who's been shutting their door. Well, they're busy now anyways. Right. How about this? Someone texted in, I started playing the saxophone solely because my roommate used to listen to their music way too loud. The saxophone cost me $700. <laughs> I played it three times. They got the hint. You couldn't just bought a loud stereo or something? Three, $700 for three times? Uh, other ones, how about when you go to the bathroom and the person before you left one square of TP? Uh, oh, that's just rude again. We're, we're blurring the lines between rude and passive aggressive. Well, that one's because you know they're just like, ah, fine. Yeah. That's your problem now. All right, we got time to take one more phone call here in Woods Big List. Unless you got another good text here, Wood. I uh, yeah, I will go. I'll I'll wrap it up with one here. Okay, cool. Uh, what's up? Oh, when people just say, "Hey," oh, the K text. Yeah. My cousin does that to me all the time, and I don't know if he's being passive aggressive or if he's just shorthand. Just yeah, just busy and doesn't have time. But I'm like, that's rude. You can put okay if you're busy. You send back like the thumbs up emoji. Yep. Or you can thumbs up that you know text message. The K, that's a message. Right. Or, or like a K thanks. K thanks. You, not, you know what? I don't like that either. No. The letter K should be stricken from the, the alphabet. Okay is better than just the K. Yeah. K is, yep. that's a middle finger. <laughs> Thank you so much for the call, man. Uh, and, all right. This one, this is, I think, the top of the, sh- the, the line right. here. Per my last email. Oh. <laughs> I'd rather you come to my office and yeah. punch me square in the face. That's a good one. <laughs> With Kelly and Wood in the morning. Whoops, I hit the wrong button. When I hit the wrong button. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is the one that I meant to hit, Wood. Come on. Kelly and Wood.
All right, we got a lot of money to give away this morning, and we'd love to give it to you. I believe we have Jill sitting on the phone right now who's ready to play today. Jill, what are you up to this morning? I'm just heading to work. All right. Okay, Jill, now can I ask you what you would do with $1,049? Oh, probably pay off some bills. Ah, the Kelly Jordan answer. Exactly. Do the responsible thing. I dig it. Well... I would love to tell you to do something fun with it, Jill, but it would be your money if you win it. Now, here's the deal. you got 60 seconds on the clock. You've got to get 10 questions right. You can pass as many times as you would like, but if you run out of time or get a question wrong, you get nothing. Okay. All right. But if you get it right, you win $1,049. So I think that's a pretty decent trade-off, Jill. Yeah. Are you confident? Um, not really. Oh, come on, Jill. You better get confident because it's about to go down. All right, Jill. Will you find that confidence deep down inside you? Kelly Jordan, are you ready? Fingers on the timer. All right, Jill. Here we go. Let's win $1,049 with the brain drain. What is the outermost layer of the earth called? Uh, The crust. Elizabeth Shue played Allie Mills in what movie franchise? Throughout history, this is the most popular construction material. One. No. Really? I know. I actually, I Googled this because that one surprised me. What is it? Steel? Concrete. Oh, dang. Concrete. Jill, I would have said wood on that one, too. And I would have just because I'm a huge fan of myself. Right. Yes. Narcissistic. Exactly. (laughs) What was the other one Jill didn't get? Uh, she also passed on Elizabeth Shue played Allie Mills in what movie franchise? Would that be the Karate Kid? It would be. Okay. Yes, yes. So, unfortunately, Jill, you did not win the $1,049, but since you got through and played, you are in for $1,000 come Friday with Brooke at 5 o'clock, okay? All right. Sounds good. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news with Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. There's a young 16-year-old boy in Spokane, Washington. His name is Gabe, and he just happens to be autistic. So for him, his bicycle is everything. Mm. Helps him just kind of escape a world that is probably a little bit too much for him to handle at times. Sensory overload, things like that that a lot of autistic children experience. Well, it's a custom bicycle, not cheap by any means. It was about a $6,000 bike that he had, and it got stolen the other day. His mom took to social media. She was calling everybody. Has anybody seen it? She let the police know. The police said, you know, we're probably honestly not going to find a stolen bike. Who knows where that thing is? It's just a bike, whatever. So his mom was heartbroken. Well, luckily, the community stepped up. There's a couple of bicycle dealers. One is called Cherry Hill BMX. The other one is called Two Wheeler Dealer. And so they called Gabe's mom and said, well, what what was custom on the bike that made it so he could ride it a little better and that it helped, you know, because he, he's pretty high functioning, but sometimes, you know, Sure. He, ha- he has issues, and so they were, she was like, well, here, it has this, it has this, it has that, and they said, give us a couple of days, and we're going to see what we can do for you. So Cherry Hill BMX, two-wheeler dealer, they stepped in, ordered everything on this bike, got it as close to Gabe's old bike as they possibly could, and brought it over and just gave it to him. Oh, man. Now, when the community heard about this, when Gabe's mom saw what they had done, she started a GoFundMe to pay the guys back. She said, I don't have the money to pay for this bike. The one they gave him was even nicer than the one he had previously because that's what people do. They're just nice like that. So she started to go fund me to say, hey, can we help out Cherry Hill BMX and Two Wheeler Dealer? Well, then the community stepped up to support them. 
She then gets a check for nine grand from the GoFundMe that she set up. She brings it to these two places. They say, absolutely not. We don't want the money. They then turn around and donate it. That's pretty awesome. That's a ripple effect all in one right there, and all because young Gabe's bike had been stolen from him. Now, the old bike has still never been turned up. They don't know where the heck the old one is. But for him, he says that riding his bike gives him so much peace because he can just get away from everything that stresses him out in life. And when you're little, whether you're special needs or not, man, your bike... Is everything. That is your mode of transportation. That is yeah. your freedom. That is your wheels. That is that is the pinnacle. I was telling my kids the other day, I used to wash my bike like a car. Like, I would oh yeah, shine up the rims and everything else, and man, that thing was looking sweet. Put a new baseball card in there. Heck yeah, but, you know, get it ready for the weekend. I just... Who knows what girls are going to be at the local Dairy Queen. But the best part about this is someone did something bad. Yep. But good people came to the aid, and then you saw other good people. And it's just, we, we talk about this so often. Oftentimes, we don't get to see that ripple effect. Right. Like, we see a good deed. We talk about it here, which is great. We don't know what comes of it. You have no idea what comes of it if you pay for someone's coffee in the morning. Yep. It's just little things like that can have a massive effect on people. We talk to people that someone stepped up and paid for their groceries one day. Right. You never know. Even the smallest, littlest thing can mean the difference to somebody. Well, this is this shows it all in one story right here. So good to hear. I love to see it. I love to see Gabe back on his bike, cruising the neighborhood. Good for him. And we'll, we'll keep doing these kind of stories, man. Got to. I, I love it. It makes me feel good inside. All thanks to Audio Video Extremes. That was your happy hour. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. My kids don't really play it much anymore, but for a while I feel like it was the only game that they played was Minecraft. Yeah, I, every now and then I see them playing it. I don't. I try to play it. I don't get it at all. Makes two of us. I have no idea what's going on, but inside of Minecraft there is a building called the Uncensored Library. All right, it was built by Reporters Without Borders and three media companies. Now, this is already... Because you know some people are experts at Minecraft and can build awesome things inside of there. Yeah, like people built like Lord of the Rings remakes and things. Right. So this is called the Uncensored Library. Like I said, it was built with, by those two agencies. And it contains a number of articles that are critical of the governments of countries in which they were banned. That means that people inside of those countries can go somehow, I wouldn't even know how to do this, right? but they can go inside of this library, inside of Minecraft, and they can read articles about their country that were banned inside of their country. Hmm. Which is pretty crazy, right? That you. But then my thought is, well, how do you know that that's even a real article? How do you know that that's not propaganda? You know Possible. Yeah, I see you, what you're saying. How do you double check the sources? You never know, but what a crazy idea to think that if you want some truth about your own country, you got to sign on to Minecraft and go to the uncensored library to get it. But, I mean, you think about it. Go way back, even in like the early days of the United States, before we were in the United States, like the Federalist Papers. Yeah. Like the, the, the ones that wanted to overthrow Britain's rule had to make like a fake newspaper underground to get right. word out. Isn't that crazy? Now this is like the next thing. Right. It's just digital in this way. That's just wild to me. Now, I wouldn't know how to find this thing in Minecraft right. or how to read something. I wouldn't know how to do any of it. I but would get eaten by, what are they, lurkers or a zombie guy there? No clue, dude. Wouldn't go my way. Every time I play Minecraft, I just seem to swing this axe and and knock down b blocks. That was kind of my question, because I asked my kids, like, what, what's the point? They're like, oh, we can build stuff. I was like, well, you know, you can pick up your room. <laughs> uh, how about that game? <laughs> you know, but...
<laughs> Either way, if you're on Minecraft, you can go find the uncensored library. Somehow. In some way. Can <laughs> someone show me how to get to the documents I'm not supposed to see? <laughs> I just find that super interesting that that's how we're doing things now. It's probably on a server somewhere that you know you log in, you can jump in there and go check sure. it out. But sure. Hey. I'll take your word for it, Wood. I don't know if I'm really taking my anti-government propaganda from a video game, but <laughs> I'm probably taking it from worse places. Either way, I find it super cool that people are doing this kind of stuff now, and that's why I brought it up today. Now, you're maybe thinking, eh, it's kind of lame, Kelly. It's okay. No, I'm not worried about it at all. I have another one for you tomorrow, and I might be the only one who likes that one, because sometimes... <laughs> Kelly and Wood. Yeah, I realize a lot of people right now probably just getting the day going. Mm-hmm. Some may be feeling a little bit drowsy, and maybe you're thinking, dang it, I shouldn't have hit the snooze this morning. Ah, yes. Because, Wood, that's what you stand by. Mm-hmm. Because you, and, and science backs you up, I think. It's a sucker's play. Right, because you hit the snooze. You start a new sleep cycle, then you wake up in the middle of it. And you end up wasting 15 minutes of your morning not doing anything other than just laying there all groggy. And now you're behind. The whole day gets shot. Get up, kick the day right in the pants. What if I said the snooze button may help your morning performance? Wrong. This is the from the Journal of Sleep Research. All right. <laughs> sounds pretty official if you ask me. They say hitting the snooze button in the morning does not negatively affect sleep quality at all. As a matter of fact, 69% of people hit their snooze button on a daily basis. People who snooze are more likely to be younger and night owls. That's my wife. My wife will hit the snooze 75 times. Mm-hmm. Researchers found that sleeping an extra 30 minutes helps people do better when waking up. But that's the problem. You hit the snooze, you're not getting 30 minutes. Right. Set your alarm for 30 minutes later then. Right. And then just get up. Have a little little willpower. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know. When I read this, I instantly thought of you, and I was like, Wood isn't going to agree with this. And I got to side with Wood on this one. Yeah, I, I don't buy that. I just, I, ever since I've made the conscientious decision to say, boom, I am getting up as soon as the alarm goes off, man, my mornings have gone a lot smoother. Heck yeah. Say, I, whenever I do accidentally fall back asleep, I think of you instantly when I wake up. I mean, I always think of you I was instantly about to say you when should. I wake up. <laughs> right? like, I wonder what Wood's doing right now. What if he's thinking of me? What, what should I wear today for Wood? The answer is no. Get out of bed. <laughs> Either way, man, they're saying if you can get an extra 30 minutes. But who also has an extra 30 minutes in the morning? Right. The mornings are go time, man. No one with kids or, you know, any sort of responsibilities. Right. If you work at noon, maybe. Oh, maybe I can just hit another 30. Yeah. Okay. I always tell my wife that. My wife will hit the snooze four, five, six times. I'm like, you realize that's why you're so tired, right? You're screwing yourself up here. What the, the rare weekends where my wife has to go to work super early and I'm home with the kids. Yeah. They're they're ruthless. Oh, the kids are yeah. the, the oh. They'll come in and just hey dad, and I'll yeah. just ignore them, and then they'll do the whole eye but you know eyelid <laughs> peel. Hey, I, good luck snoozing around kids. All right, so I, my kids are older now, so I, I don't even know when they're I don't even know when they're up ninety percent of the time. So it, they're just sleeping in. It gets better, Wood. It gets a lot better. Thank you. <laughs> we got misconnections on the way next. And I've got myself a gentleman who I believe this may be a HIPAA violation. But I believe it's against himself. So who knows? These people are looking for love. Yeah, I love it. We'll help them find it. Sure it's will. Connections with Kelly Wood. Wood has scoured the internet to find a couple who almost had love, but missed it. So we use 100,000 watts of radio power to see if we can thrust them back together. Oh my. Now, I don't know if this is going to violate a law, and I emailed Zenza and he didn't get back to me, so what the hell? We're going to rip it anyways, right? Hey, if human resources don't know, don't hurt them. And it's male for female. Oh, yeah. For Dr. Love. Hey. 
If you are, or if you know Dr. And I'm leaving the last name out. Oh, yeah. Please reach out to me. This, this, is, a, this is a dude talking. Yes. Okay. This is Peter. I was part of the couples therapy with Wendy. Mm. I feel like you and I had a spark during our three sessions. Okay. Obviously, you know that Wendy and I are no longer seeing each other. And you obviously understand now that it was not my fault. Oh, yeah. I understand that you had to kind of see her side during therapy, but after all, I'm a good guy. I have shown an incredible ability to put up with her, so you know better than anyone what kind of loving partner I can be. Wow. And like I said during our session... Wendy was lying about my performance issues. <laughs> Something I would love to show you in person. Winky face, LOL. That's going to be an uphill battle right there. Also, if this is you, your receptionist is rude. And tell her that I have Googled this. And from what I can tell, since Wendy was your patient and I only tagged along those three times, we're good to date. If this isn't well, you, I don't know do- about that. <laughs> if this isn't you, doctor, don't worry about that part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess I'll forget that. I read that. This is something I would love to see happen. I have never dated a doctor before, so I am looking forward to leaving Wendy behind. And since you already know some things about me, good lord, we can start this relationship ahead of the game. How long is this one, man? Is that the end of it? Well, that was the end of it. Okay, I'm just saying that was really long. Sorry. No, so, I'm not. I, he was a poet. I am not criticizing you, Wood. I'm just saying the guy put a lot of information into this one. Well, hey, if you're going to shoot your shot with a, a beautiful doctor. Yeah, you better come correct, right? You're not coming with a C game. Especially one who knows what's going on in the old boudoir. But that's a lie. Wendy's <laughs> a liar. <laughs> I don't know why any woman would lie about that, Wood. She oh, got no. nothing to gain from it. Don't jot that down. It's not like she was trying to hit on the doctor. In that book of love. You think this one will work, Wood? Hail to the no. I wonder that myself sometimes. I mean, hey, I encourage everyone to shoot their shot. Absolutely. Especially with a doctor? Heck yeah. But that's not going to go well. I wonder how often that happens. That a, like a marriage counselor or whatever... The man or the woman ends up hitting on the doctor at some point. I think there there's like a word for it. Like it was in like it's like a transference or something that you fall in love with like your therapist or something. Oh yeah, I've never heard of it before. Oh my. Nightingale syndrome? No, that's when you fall in love with your nurse, right? I don't know that one. I think that's I think that happened during the war a lot. Like men would fall in love with their nurse. I think they called it nightingale syndrome. Oh. Hey Kelly, how about more boring information no one cares about? Cool. Nonsense. You know what, though, Wood? I guarantee. That you'll have another one next week. And will we be able to use the power of radio to thrust two people together? Maybe. We don't know. Only time will tell. And a little something we like to call misconnections. Kelly and Wood. It is time for Minute to Win It. Wood will now throw out a topic. All three of us, Brian Riley, myself, Kelly Jordan, and Matt Wood, will come up with things in that topic. The last one to get this out before the Minute Buzzer goes off wins. I don't like this topic. Oh, boy. Well, we got to appeal to our female listeners a little bit more. Intern Allison had the idea of what about beauty uh, makeup brands. Okay. Makeup Makeup. brands. Makeup brands. Is there more than three of those? 
If there is, I don't know him. I think I have one in the holster on this one, actually. So do I. Okay. Now, Brian Riley, you're standing next to young Allison, the yep. intern. You are not allowed to take... Erroneous! Yeah. It's yeah. Not, that's not fair, right? No, that's cheating. Because she's a female. <sighs> right. A what man. She would know. Will. Right. All right, here we so go. So is she the official judge, then? Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she gives us a thumbs up or down if it is an actual brand is or that, not. Is that okay, Allison? Okay. okay. All, right. All right, here we go. Minute to win it. Mm. Makeup brands. Let's go. Maybelline. Max Factor. What? What? That's Max Factor's one. Look it up. Okay. It's, it's high end. Sorry you guys don't know about it. L'Oreal. All right. Wet Seal. It's, no, that's, that's, a, that's a lipstick. That's a store. That's an armed force of our country. That's Navy Seal. Revlon. Dang it. That was the one I had. Did uh, someone say Maybelline already? Maybe yeah, it's I Maybelline. Oh, okay. Suave is a shampoo, right? Yeah. Okay, I can't do that one. Does Bed Bath & Beyond have one? <laughs> they have lotion. Mm, yeah. All right, lotion. Yeah. I'm keeping this one in the holster. Ooh. I know I'm going to win with uh, this last Japanese one. cherry blossom. That's a color. That's a scent. Dang. That's a scent. All right. Um, what about Ulta? Yes. Oh, that's, that's a, a save that one. Crap. All what right. about Sears? Does Sears still have makeup? Target? <laughs> no, Target doesn't? Okay. Is it, uh, is it called, what, well, what's the women's brand at Target? Goodfellas? No, that's the guy's one. Uh, Nivea. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And Sephora. 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 Ah! Dang it. Dang it. I didn't say one the entire time because I had that in the holster. <laughs> I had that one in the holster, too. Dang, Dang it. it. I knew you were going to say it. Sephora. Is that a, like a magic that's spell? The, that's the, <laughs> no, that's the black and white, like the black and white stripe also, place. Would, would Pucker have counted? Is that a... Is that- a lip thing. That's somebody a booze, I somebody look up Wet Seal. I swear to God, Wet, wet Seal is a store. Mm-hmm. I know that for sure. I swear, Wet Seal. I spent a lot like, of time in the mall back in the day. I'm wet pretty seal sure Wet makeup. Seal. I bet they had their own makeup. I'm picturing it right now. I just googled it. No, they do not. Well, <laughs> Wet and Wild Beauty. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah, is right. that, yeah, that's what you do. Dang it. Hey, it doesn't matter. I still got the last one right. So Dang it. Two in a row. Two in a row. This one. Hey, listen, ladies and gentlemen, you probably hate this segment, but you will never see this again. In the in the future of Kelly and Wood, however long the show lasts, I got more than I thought. I'm pretty proud of myself. I actually am too. I'm proud of all of us. Mm-hmm. I felt like Kelly Jordan saying the answer after he said the answer. What? You know how you'll you'll go. You said Sephora, and then I yelled Sephora afterwards. Yeah, I felt like you in that moment. Right. It doesn't feel good. does no, it? No, it doesn't. I don't uh, want to do that again. We, we may not want to be patting ourselves on the back too much. Kristen just texted in. No offense, you guys do not know anything about makeup. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Yup. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score, put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. España. Espanish trash. See, Spain. That's where we're headed. Well, we're hanging out at a little restaurant called Pizza Tapas. All right. Sounds very Spanish. Well, there's a 50-year-old man from Lithuania at a table. Now, he's enjoying himself. Not only is he enjoying himself, he's eating good. That's because he ordered the seafood paella. Oh. And two whiskeys as well. Well, when the bill came, checked in right around 37 American dollars. A hell of a deal. It seems like in today's day and age, right? Well, the gentleman then stood up and headed towards the door. But manager was ready to go and stopped him as he was trying to leave and said, Hey, you need to go ahead and pay your tab. That's when the gentleman became outraged. 
He began yelling and screaming and said, how dare you stop me? I'm actually on my way back to the hotel to get the money to pay my bill. Hmm. Manager wasn't buying it. And they said, no, 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 you're not going to leave. And the man tried to push his way by. But two other servers showed up and they formed a human blockade. Nice. At this point in time, according to eyewitnesses, the man dramatically threw himself on the ground and started screaming, I'm having a heart attack. (laughs) Call me an ambulance. But they called 911, but they didn't ask for an ambulance. Instead, they said, send the policia. Ah, see. And sure enough, when police showed up, they said, oh, hey, that's our buddy, Adios. He was well known for pulling this same exact scam. When the manager asked the police, said, what are you talking about? They said, oh, this is about the 30th time he has faked a heart attack to get out of paying a bill. (coughs) Now, apparently, in the other cases, they called 911 for an ambulance, and he was taken to the hospital. But as you can imagine, they kept... These yeah. restaurants kept reaching out and said, hey, he didn't pay his bill. He didn't pay his bill. I feel like you got one fake heart attack. Like, you can pull that once. Not 30 different times? Right. Yeah, well, guess what? The jig was up. He was quickly arrested and taken to jail where he is now facing charges. And oh, by the way, he didn't pay his tab. So I guess he still kind of got out of it with paying tab on this one. Right. You just got sit in the sit in the pokey for a few days. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to a Spanish prison, though. I don't think that's going to work out well. I'd rather just pay my my bill. Especially when your fight or flight response is to fall down and pretend to have a heart attack. Right. That's all. You got one. You got one of those in the holster. Like, just when it's the worst situation possible. Plus, I can't imagine that works in the yard. You know? Like, if the Crips and Bloods are about to go and you just drop. Ah! They just beat you when you're down. Stab that guy. (laughs) Get your stats up. Boom. All right. Well, let's give this one a score, shall we? Come on. Um, there ain't nothing wrong with going to a restaurant, eating a little something, Mm-mm. but getting up to leave without paying the tab. Trashy. Trashy. 200 points, man. That's that, that's that trash. Mm-hmm. Um, getting in a little dust up with the manager and the other people that like, if more staff ever has to come out to prevent you from leaving a restaurant, you're doing trashy activities. You think so? I'm going to give that 150 points right there. Faking a heart attack. That's trashy. Big time. 200 points on that right there. Plus, I wouldn't be shaking that karma tree either, man. And we've always said when the police show up and they know who you are, that's trashy. trashy. Mm-hmm. Another 150 points right there. Especially on site. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have to run a background check or nothing. Hey, Audius, it's you. <laughs> All right, so we got that. What What am I missing here, Wood? Uh, was arrested? I mean, you got that's that, right? 75. I think that's it. Okay, I thought, I, was, I thought this would get a bigger score than that, but that's okay. Points are the points. Now, have you ever done dashed? Maybe when I was 16 or so. I don't, I would feel so guilty. And I'd be so worried about getting caught on the way out. I did it one time. I got into a heated argument with somebody who was working at a restaurant. I was going to say, if I had to guess if you have the answer, I would say, yeah, you probably have. And on my way out, he told me he hated me. Who did? The server? Yeah. Oh. I told him back. It was, like, it was like nine bucks. It's like, ah, go to hell. <laughs> now, did you start the argument just so you could dine and dash? No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. I think he had had enough. It was like three o'clock in the morning. He'd been dealing with drunk people all day. Oh, yeah, that's tough. Hey, yeah. What are you going to do? All right, I got a score for you here. What are you ready? Come on. Today, our gentleman trying to fake a heart attack to dine and dash earns himself a respectable 
775 points. Trashy. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our very first break of the morning. Uh, we talked a little bit about our CMA party that's coming up. Yes, and the, your reluctance to the bolo tie. <laughs> that's true. Uh, we also talked about you uh, being kind of trashy in public. Oh, uh, well. No, you were trashy. Yeah, I was. All right, you'll hear it all right now on our bonus track. It's our first break of the day. Kelly and Wood. And action. Come on. Come on. <laughs> you know it's coming. You hear the end of the song coming, and you're never ready. Well, I, I, I got a lot of things going on. Right. Dare I say, I am almost as busy as Kelly Jordan. Uh, uh, it's an insanely high bar. I'll admit it. <laughs> Watch yourself. Because Kelly Jordan is, quite possibly, the busiest person well, thank you. In radio. That means a lot coming from you. So say you. Bah! With all the respect I have for you, that means a lot. Wood. Yes. All right. Well, should we get this show going? Yes. Or should we wait or pause? Or what do you want to do? You know what I think we should do? What? I think we should give away CMA tickets right here. Okay. Let, yeah, absolutely. Let's do that. I'm excited. What is that? November 8th, right? See. At Raleigh's. See. Gracias. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, how do you want to do it then? How about you just text in? We're going to we're gonna grab one of the texts. Like, we always ask for, like, first-time texts and stuff like that. Save that for tomorrow. Okay. I just want to know who you are and who you're going to bring. All right. And I will text one of y'all back. Let's do it then. Because, like, well, Corey. Corey's already texted in. He would be in. Okay. He says, good morning, guys. It partner Friday, Friday, Friday. I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> Maybe he thinks it because it is your fake Friday. It's well, it's my favorite day of the week, and I do wish we were taking tomorrow off, but I get it. Mm. It's MEA weekend, and I wish I just had some time with my kids. But we're taking next Friday off, though. Right, we mm-hmm. are because last year we went to New York, came back, right. and worked Friday, and we were like, "Why didn't we take this day off?" It was a tough sled. Speaking of New York, I went and got fitted for my suit yesterday. Well, look at you. I, I once again will be the best looking dude at the Marconi Awards. Hey, oh, hey, look, hey, hey, sorry, man, up your game. I. I am a fine cup of sex if I don't I, say so myself. I was at Wedding and Tuxedo Connection. They said, does Wood want to come out and get a suit too? And I said, nah, he thinks that he has style. I already do. I already <laughs> have my style. I'm ready to go. But I, you know what's cool about having somebody fit you for a suit is you feel important. You know what I mean? Like you feel like. Until they check that inseam. Then it's like, hey, you, <laughs> no. hey I'm married. <laughs> They're like, Watch yourself. Like, Hold on. Let me grab another tape measure. Mm, oh. <laughs> but no, you just, you feel like you're like a celebrity or something. Or like you're just, like you're just being pampered or taken care of. Okay. When they're like, what do you want for a tie? What do you want for a vest? You know, and I'm going this year, last year I went blue. Bolo. No, I'm going burgundy this year. I know you didn't have the huevos to go bolo. Well, I'm not from, I'm not a cowboy. That's so a I'm statement. Not, I'm not, I don't even think Wedding and Tuxedo Connection has a bolo. Maybe they do. I don't know. For those Western I'll style wedding. Dare you think they wouldn't have a tie, <laughs> a bolo tie? Well, when they when they open up this morning, I'll give them a call and see if do you want one for your uh, suit. I'm gonna stick with black. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> no, man, I I can't wait to wear this suit. I get excited just to wear the suit. So even when we don't win the Marconi, oh, watch I, yourself. I still look damn good. We got a shot. The Do company's we? got a good shot, 40% right. shot, because the, the ones across the hall are up for it as well, Cat right. and JJ. What if they win and we lose? Is, it gonna be, is there going to be tension in the hallways? We'll fist fight. Okay. Not in my, not in my suit, I'm not going to fist fight. Why not? Because I'm too clean. Okay. I look too clean. I'll, I'll fight anything. I'll fight you in a suit. I'll fight you naked. Don't matter. Oh, naked? Just get the big boy revved up. You're definitely going to win. You do it naked. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I'm going to look good this year. I don't care if we win or lose. I'm just going to look good. Okay, then. All right, should we get this show going? Probably. Oh.
I see what you did there. Since we yeah. just played that song. Look at how many people texted in. There's a ton of people that texted in. That's great to hear. The for 545 the, gang is for rolling. The, for the CMA party? Yes. Hell yeah. I can't wait. I mean, I love that that party. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. I like having it at Raleigh's too because it feels just like we're all just kind of hanging out. It's neat to have it up on the big screen because like the sound is good in there. Right. So. So and then we play like games and stuff, because we get all like the people who sponsor it give us all kinds of stuff to give away. Mm-hmm. I know we'll have like what Windstock tickets to give away this year. Yep, Burst Travel steps Burst up. Travel's Kevin from be- the Boot Shack will be there. Kevin's always got that table set up. He man. does. He's got some. He's got some fresh boots, man. One of these days, I'm gonna get me some Lucchese. No, you're not. <laughs> no, probably. Not. I was about to say, eh, no, you're not. <laughs> I wouldn't have any Luc- occasion to wear Lucchese's. When would I wear Lucchese's? I'm not gonna wear them to like Wee Fest. No. You, no, hell no! I'm not gonna ruin some nice boots at WeFest. It's dirty and dusty. It's so dusty, yeah. I, you know what? That's a fair point. I don't know of anywhere that I would wear boots that Maybe. I would not look because I also don't want to look like I'm mocking people. But would they look good with a suit? I can't imagine. Tuck Maybe your, tuck your pants inside. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'd have to go around the outside, right? Yeah. Like I don't want it. That's what I would be worrying about. Like I would tuck my jeans inside of my boots, <laughs> and people would be, hey. He's mocking our lifestyle. Right. Well, if you're wearing a bolo tie, as you've uh, requested, from Wedding and Tuxedo Connection, which I'm going to call and see if they have one. Yes. Immediately following the show, then some cowboy boots. I, I think if I had a looking, bolo tie, looking I would good, brother. have to wear cowboy boots with a bolo tie. You can't wear well, then you're gonna have to tennis go, shoes with a bolo tie. No, and then you're going to have to go hat as well. That's an insult. No. You're going to have to go cowboy hat. Look, you I have a big enough head. I could not wear a cowboy hat. You have a large head. I do, but I to me, that's a, that's a bridge too far. You're yeah. either a cowboy or you're not. Now, ladies can get away with it. Ladies in a cowboy hat, that's sexy. It is. If you are not a cowboy, the only cowboy hat you can wear as a man is that one that they make out of like a 12-pack of Coors. Right. Now, the box. While I was living in Texas, I bought one cowboy hat. And yes, I was tipsy when I bought it. Mm-hmm. And it was way more expensive than I wanted to spend on it. Shocking. I think I told this story, but the dude had like a... Uh, he, he. It was really hard for him to get this hat down. Because he had like a... I don't even want to say it because it sounds like I'm making fun of the guy. But he went through a lot of work to get this hat off the shelf for me. Mm-hmm. And I could have swore he said it was $20. When I got to the thing to ring it up. It was $180. And maybe thought, it was $20 off or something? Very well. Maybe it was normally $200, mm-hmm. $180 with a discount. And I was like, well, dang, it took this dude like a half hour to get this hat down. And it was like a Stetson, the whole thing, you know? So I just bought it. For $180 large? Not, no, it wasn't 180000 It was just $180. $180 is 180 large in my life. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me feel good to kind of throw those words around when I'm talking about 180 bucks. And I'll tell you, I didn't look good in it, but I wore it because I was like, this thing's $180. I- I'm wearing it. Now, where is said hat now? Well, okay, I was going to wear it. The-, the very first concert I did with Wild Country 99, Ooh, w- when I first moved up from Texas, mm-hmm. I was going to wear it. And then I was like, no, I look stupid in this thing. I'm not going to wear it. And I put it somewhere, and I have no idea where it is. So you brought it to the concert, sat it down. And I was like, maybe I should wear a cowboy hat. Oh, somebody else has it. And I was like, "Ah, I'm not in Texas anymore. (laughs) I'm going to look really stupid. I look stupid in it in Texas, but at least I could get away with it. That thing's definitely got stolen. Oh, probably. Actually, maybe that cowboy hat I got at that first concert I went to with Kelly Jordan. (laughs) Maybe Big and Rich took it on tour with them. No. (laughs) No, I, I, I would love 
to be able to pretend that I am a cowboy, but I have too much respect for the cowboy lifestyle yep. to flaunt it and try to rock it in their face. There's no way I could do it. I think they I think they all appreciate that from you, Wood. Because they would come up and ask me, you know, hey, what about, you know, my steed or yeah. whatever? Tie a, tie a loop knot for I, me. I, I, Make a I, lasso for me. I don't know. I'd be wearing a cowboy hat with my Air Force Ones or something like that. It, it wouldn't fly. And again, too much respect for the Cowboys. You'd look like Blanco. What's his name? Peaky Blanco. What the heck's the guy who did uh, Going Do the Two Step in the Cowboy? What oh. the heck was his name? Boogie Blanco? I no, can't. You, you keep saying Boogie and it's screwing me up. Uh, Blanco Brown. Yes, there it is. Going Do the Two Step. Now, from everything I've heard, he's an awesome dude. Yeah. Yeah. But you've just mocked his style. <laughs> well, no, I mean, no, I like Blanco Brown. Now, I think if there number, were... I'm number one fan. If there were boots that would make me look good and I could wear in multiple places, Kevin would have it. I talked to Kevin at the boot shack, man. He'll get you looking good. But I just, I don't know. I want like those ostrich boots. Like those things look cool. With the big spikes on them. Has the ostrich ever wronged me though? No. Like the crocodile, absolutely. I could see it because the crocodile would eat me if he ever got the shot. Right? An ostrich though? I don't think an ostrich and I have beef. What about a cow? A cow has been nothing but good to you. But they were bred for kept, It's kept you alive all these years, but you'd still wear them on your feet. They were bred to be steaks. All right? They, they <laughs> knew what was going on when they walked in the door. They had a job to do. They punched the clock. I ate it. We're done. Ostriches, though, we've never crossed paths. I don't know, man. Some ostrich boots would be pretty fresh. That's why I don't think I could shoot a baby deer. I couldn't shoot a deer, period. Oh, I could. There's no way. My dad used to go hunting, and he, would, he even invited me to go. One of the only times he wanted me to hang out with him. And, of course, I turned it down because I'm a big wimp, but I was <laughs> like, I can't do it, Dad. But a turkey, I'd blast a turkey. Oh yeah, they don't. They're not. They're not sentient, and they're cocky. You know, they get that strut going. Fair and the enough. Way they look at you. Eh, I don't. I don't trust the turkey. I need to ask something. Let's so, go. I thought I would do something nice for my kids. All right. So of course, across the entire state of Minnesota, it's MEA. They're shutting it down. Kids don't go to school. Whatever. Right. So I put my kids to work yesterday a little bit. That all is, right. That is really nice of you to do that for them. And you know what? I'm trying to teach my children. That you can either cry about it or you can get to it. Because mm-hmm. either way, if you cry about it, you're still going to have to get to it. Right. right. So let's just skip the crying and get to it. Get her done. They started off crying, but we got to it. And we got the job done. And I thought to myself, I would love to reward my children. Now, my kids are just like every other kid. What do they love to do as a reward? Candy. The Golden Arches. Oh, McDonald's. Heck yeah. And I remembered we did a story a while back about the Boo Buckets coming back. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I thought to myself, you know what? Let's go. So we went. Now, I don't know if we just timed it right or whatever, but this place was jumping inside. <laughs> all right. Well, maybe because right? it was MEA weekend. Could be. And so, you know, we get all of our stuff. We go sit down. I love my children. I would hope so. I am trying to realize that they can trap me into arguments that just drive me nuts. Well, that's more you than them. Is it? Now listen to this. So we start talking about this, right? And they got the vampire buckets, right? Right. And so my daughter says, oh, I wish I got a magical bucket. Sweetie, what do you mean? She says, well, vampires, are they don't do magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. They do have special powers. Then my son starts to jump in. No, they don't. If it was, a, you know, if, if they had magic, they'd be a witch. I was like, first of all, witches are ladies. I can't do this with you guys. Well, vampires can be ladies. 
I mean, yeah, you're, I guess you're right. I, I, mean, I, hate, thinking, I hate to take your kid's side here because I don't want to start the show on a bad note. Don't do this to me, all right? Because <laughs> their point was is it's a, if you're a vampire, you can't do magic. And I said, yeah, you can't because you can turn yourself into a bat. Well, and I'm watching this show right now about vampires called What We Do in the Shadows, I think it's called. It's like a comedy. Oh, okay, yeah, the, the British thing, right? right. It's, very, it's, it's hilarious. It's a hilarious show, but those vampires do magic. Like they can make people forget their their memories. Thank you. They can fly. They can they can like choke people from far away. So there's some magic there. Now the problem was not this discussion because after all it's children, right? Right. The problem was, forty five seconds later, all three of us are yelling at each other in some sort of fashion, and I kind of just realized that people in the restaurant are beginning to look towards my table. Well, you're not a quiet man. Oh, please. I can be quiet if I like. Not, not when you're angry, you can't. That's a fair point. And yeah. I was getting a little lathered up. Yeah. Because how do you consider turning yourself into a bat not magic? And, you know, Murphy's getting mad. because Start crying. Because how dare you? No one's listening. No one's listening because your point is stupid, Murphy. And Hey, knock it off. We're kind of trash. <laughs> kind of? Kind of. Dude, you, ca- you crossed kind of a long time ago. There was a table directly behind us. And she worked in some sort of medical field because she came in in the scrubs and everything. Uh-huh. There was like five kids at this table, all of them behaving well. And here is my table, Thunderdome. We're this close away from Three Stooges eye pokes <laughs> if people don't start admitting things. Well, that's 100% on you. The, everything I've heard is all your fault. Why? I'm not the wrong one. I'm not the idiot. This is My wife said the same thing. She's like, well, you should have better control of the situation. I can't help it that people are idiots, Andrea. Sometimes you got Sometimes you got to just let the kids win, man. Why? You got you to let them no, win the argument. That's the problem with today. We have let kids think that everything they say is right, and you got to sometimes no. look them dead in the eye and say, hey, that was stupid. Vampires do have magic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this whole idea that there are no stupid questions. Got to disagree with you. I've been in a lot of meetings where people are asking stupid questions left and right. And you'll call them out, too. You have to. I've been, meeting, I've been in meetings with one where it's like, that was a stupid question. Right. And guess what? Was it a stupid question? I, probably. It probably Bingo. Was. If and, I had to guess, yes. And maybe the next time we all get together and have a one of these meetings that could have been an email, you'll keep one of those stupid questions in your holster, and I have done my job. All right. You will single-handedly would will you you will fix the earth. I'm gonna try one argument in the middle of a fast food restaurant at a time. And I'll be honest with you, when we got up to leave, I sensed a little bit of joy from everyone else. <laughs> everyone else kind of relaxed just a little bit. That hey, that trash bowl and his two kids are getting out of here. I'm guessing yes, Wood. Well, but that's fine. Yeah. You, hey, look, you're not one to back down from an argument. Boo buckets. Have been secured. Be it children, mm-hmm. the disabled, you don't care. You'll get in an argument with anybody. Uh, Brian takes it, Wood, you're the adult, so you should be the one that controls the situation. I was controlling. I think, yeah. Now, did I control it loudly, directly, and borderline? Embarrassingly? Oh, no, we're, that, that wasn't borderline. The, the borderline part was rude <laughs> to my children, but it, you got to learn. You do. Should have that head on a swivel. Because those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Speaking of that, should we do history? And that's why you hit all the buttons. I, I just I feel like I've been letting you down these first breaks this entire week. I don't uh, know what my problem. I can't focus. Well, you mean, you, hey, you, how dare you? you? Brought that Tiguan break the other day. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm calling you out next time you do something boring. <laughs> I, I'm calling you. Good. You call me out on the Luke Combs remix. You call me out on my Tiguan breaks, which I will say it rained yesterday. <laughs> Not a single drop of water hey. inside the Tiguan. Yeah, I fixed it. Good for you, buddy. I'll go into an in-depth story if you want me to. I think we're good. On this day in 1987. Good evening. Today is Black Monday, the day the Dow dropped more than 500 points. The day the Dow dropped more than 22%, almost double the rate of the Black Monday that signaled the beginning of the crash of 1929. The Dow fell 508 points on this day in 1987. What caused that? I don't remember. I mean, it was 1987, dude, but... The crazy thing is, I was like, okay, what was the Dow Jones at in 1987? Mm-hmm. Which I'm not even 100% sure what the Dow Jones is. Solid. I know it has something to do with stocks. My un- my belief uh, understanding is like a certain group of like blue plate stocks that like blue they chip. can just measure everything by. So the, the Dow Jones back in 1987 on a good day was at like 2,500 points. Mm-hmm. You know what the Dow Jones is sitting at right now? It's much higher than that. 33,000. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Like, what did we add that now it can be? Is it money? Is it? I believe, and again, I have no idea. Right. But I believe it means it's just everything's a lot more expensive now. Okay. Hooray. That would make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I was like, dang, is that 33,000? But usually it takes some sort of event to knock the stock market Right, like the housing crash of 2008. COVID, obviously, you know, something like causes it to go a little funky or a bank run, who knows? Yeah, I don't think those happen anymore. Well, yeah, but I think that's what caused it in the 20s. Back in the day, yeah, everybody started pulling their money out. And banks were like, "Uh, we actually don't have that much money. (laughs) Everyone freaked out. It was on this day in 2009. Oh, darn it. (laughs) On 2009. A clump of hair that was believed to be Elvis's trimmed from when he joined the U.S. Army in 1958 sold for $15,000. Gross. I know. Hair is just the most gross souvenir you could possibly have from somebody. Unless you were buying that with the sole goal of cloning a new Elvis, what are you buying that for? Oh, you put it in a frame, throw it up on the wall. If I walk into your house and you're like, hey, you want to go look at Elvis's hair? I'm immediately grabbing my jacket and leaving. Yeah, no thanks. No. Me- remember, when, remember when Britney Spears shaved her head mm-hmm. and people were selling that hair? Maybe you don't remember. That was a long time ago. I, I remember know. when she shaved her head. I think that was maybe 2008 or something like that. But people were selling that hair. And like a bunch of radio DJs thought it was funny to buy it up. I wonder what they're doing with that now. <sighs> they're probably broke, so <laughs> probably. good luck. Uh, and then speaking of, hey, speaking of Britney Spears, it was on this day in 2012. <laughs> Justin Timberlake married actress Jessica Biel at a super secret ceremony in Italy. Okay. And they're still together, I think, right? Yeah. Well, they have that whole cheating thing, allegations. Yeah. Are they happily together? That I don't know. But yes, they are still together. Honestly, I don't know if any of these cats in Hollywood or wherever are happy. And I think the reason is they go around their entire day and everyone kisses their rear. Right. Right. Like you are the most important person when you walk in the room as Brad Pitt for most of the time. Yeah. You go home, your marriage is a partnership. And if you marry another famous person who goes around getting their rear kissed all day, at some point in time when you both come home, that's not going to work. You can't build muscle without friction. And I mean, I, I'm sure there are rare 
rare cases in Hollywood where like, these powerful people get together and stay together forever? Tom Hanks and his wife. That was the one I was thinking but of. His, his wife isn't on the same level of celebrity as him, though. I mean, she's pretty famous, but... Right, but she's not Tom Hanks. Right. So, yeah, it's just... I don't know. I think they're better off just marrying someone who's not in the limelight. Miranda Lambert, that's what she did. She married a New York police officer, didn't she? Dolly Parton. Right. We don't even know we don't even know her husband's name. Right. So I don't know. That's just something I think about when I see all these because they're always divorcing left and right. Like Mary Morris just announced she's getting divorced. It's like good night. Well, I think they want the wedding, not the marriage. Could be. Uh, it was, uh, celebrating some birthdays today, starting out with... I'm Ty Pennington. You know, sometimes life can be as fragile as this egg. Ty Pennington, it's his birthday today, obviously from Extreme Home Makeover. Got his start on the Learning Channel on some some remodeling show on there. But uh, he's been around forever. I don't know who the hell that is. You don't know who Ty Pennington is? I didn't watch any of those housing You've shows. You've never seen Move That Bus! Oh, I remember that. Because then they... Like, wasn't that where they would, like, go in and there's, like, a single mom with, like, handicapped kids and stuff? And they would totally redo the house for the family? And they'd be like, hey, kid, what do you like? And the kid's like, I don't know, like, uh, turtles. And then so they put, like, you know, like, six Galapagos turtles in his bedroom. Yeah. And they're like, hey, congratulations, you got to take care of these now. <laughs> uh, but I have no idea. Like, dude's, like, 42? Uh, no, you'd be way off if you said 42, would he? is actually the right one of 59 today. Oh, okay. Been around a long time, Good man. for him. Also celebrating a birthday today. In 30 years at the forefront, Evander Holyfield forever engraved his name among the greatest figures in the history of the ring. Man, watching the highlights to grab that clip right there, that dude was a hard hitter, man. Well, and took a beating. I right. mean, the, the, the brutality of boxing is just sometimes forgotten. Well, the funny, I've always thought, like, what an odd sport that is. Like MMA, I know people are super passionate about MMA, but I'm like, what a bizarre sport that is that two people are beating each other into submission. Now, the thinking is MMA is actually better for long term brain damage because boxing with the gloves and everything, you keep right. getting hit in the head over time. Your brain is bouncing around up there. And obviously, like we saw a lot of the boxers when they get older, like Muhammad Ali is, of course, probably the most obvious example right. with the brain damage and stuff like that. It's not as bad for UFC because it's a quicker ending right. when you get into a fight. And isn't, I, I don't watch any MMA, but isn't it more like holds and stuff that get people to submit? It can like, be. There's there's certain styles when it comes down to it, but Evander Holyfield, of course, his off the outside of the ring exploits. He had a lot of children out of wedlock, things like that. I think he's broke again. All right. He needs to come out with some kind of grill or something. But, uh, <laughs> all that market's already full. He's up there. I know he's got to be, I'm going to say 60 today. Ah, oh, you're close, man. And Vander Holyfield is 61 today. Okay. And of course, if it's your birthday, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well. 